Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bad Yogi Podcast with me, Erin Motz. Today's episode is a little bit controversial, apparently, and I honestly didn't intend for it to be when I invited our guest, but when I asked the community for your questions for her, that's kind of when I realized this was a touchy subject. So today I have Felicia Bender to talk about her style of numerology, which she calls practical numerology. Now, I got tons of of really great questions, (laughs) but also a fair amount of pushback from people saying that, you know, this is BS, or it's evil, or it conflicts with Christianity, all kinds of stuff, honestly. And here's my take on it. So I see numerology like any other personality test, to be honest. Sometimes it's spot on, and other times not so much. So I don't put too much weight on it, but I mean, I try to stay open and curious to things like this because I personally just find them really interesting. And yes, I do sometimes think the psychology behind it resonates and it can be really helpful. So to everyone listening, I'll remind you that I am a Christian and I in no way felt like talking about this with Felicia conflicted with my beliefs. So I mean, I don't think it's total BS either, but I take it with a grain of salt. And so for you, if it resonates, that's awesome. Use it as a tool to understand yourself. And if it doesn't, neither Felicia or myself will be offended. So anyway, I really enjoyed talking with Felicia because she's so not a kook. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like some people in these fields can be really out there and you don't even feel like you're talking to a real person. And this was so not the case with her. She was actually really cool and just so easy to chat with. So like I said, I'm talking with Felicia Bender today, the practical numerologist, and she considers herself a curious intuitive. She trained with the grandmaster, whose name I'm going to definitely butcher, Choa Koksui, and master Stephen Ko to become a certified pranic healer. She's a numerologist and author of Redesign Your Life, Using Numerology to Create the Wildly Optimal You, and has two other books coming out in 2018. Felicia is passionate about writing, counseling, teaching, and presenting ways to use numerology, spirituality, and intuition to understand ourselves and others on a deep level and to validate our life's purpose to develop tools to understand how to trust our own intuitive language. She's a contributor for The Elephant Journal, Numerologist.com, The Numinous, and many other media outlets. She's the resident numerologist for AstroStyle.com, and Felicia currently resides in Colorado. Her passion is to show you how to use the basics of numerology to make a real, tangible improvement in your practical, everyday life. This isn't the end of her story, though, and she's bringing some great info in today's episode if you want to learn more. So I will let Felicia take it from here. I hope you enjoy the episode. Felicia Bender, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I am fantastic, actually. So it's a beautiful (laughs) sunny day where I am. So at this point in the year, uh, I don't take anything for granted in that regard. So thanks for asking. And how did you start your day this morning? Uh, I Like I do every day, it's kind of annoying, but I roll out of bed and then I go work out. So it's if it doesn't get done immediately, it more than likely won't. So that's my habit every day. Smart, smart. I cannot work out in the morning. I have tried. I've tried all the tricks and I just, I've got to work out at like two in the afternoon. That's yeah. like my sweet spot. And that's funny because two in the afternoon, I'm, I'm gone. You know, there's no way. So we're, do- we're just the opposite. We're just the opposite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now I am really looking forward to chatting about all things numerology with you because you are definitely an expert and I am not. (laughs) So I have so many questions, but I guess the first thing I would love for you to just clarify is we're all beginners. What the heck is numerology to begin with? Right. What is this thing anyway? Well, first of all, it's not about math um, because the the funniest thing about me is that I hate math more than anything in the world. (laughs) It's like, oh yes, seriously. Uh, So the (laughs) fact that I am a numerologist is a, is a funny cosmic joke, uh, jokes on me really. But um, (laughs) so, so which is to say that numerology, there, there are all kinds of different numerologies. There's, you know, Chinese and Vedic and Chaldean and all kinds of other uh, numerologies, as there are astrologies and other ologies, right, in the world. And yet the one I, uh, I draw from and use is Pythagorean. It's from Pythagoras. Were you paying attention in math class for the 
Pythagorean uh, theorem of geometry? Yes, no. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. I was not. So, And yet, uh, those of you out there who, d- who were paying attention, you will recognize the name. And Pythagoras was a Greek uh, mathematician. He was a mystic, uh, kind of would have been an interesting guy to go have a cocktail with because he, he really uh, <laughs> w- had, had a lot going on. And basically, he posits the idea with numerology that numbers carry with them not only a, qu- a quantitative value, right, like one, one apple, two apples, and so on. But numbers also carry with them a vibratory influence and a frequency. um, And it carries with it data and information and meaning. And so it's really an interesting idea to think about in our digitized age. It's a little bit uh, easier to understand, not fully. (laughs) And yet we can kind of conceptualize the idea that everything that that we do is digitized at this point and it carries with it an amazing amount of data. It's kind of like cell phone reception or the cloud. I mean, what is that? Right. <laughs> where, where is it and what is it and how does that operate? It's kind of the same thing with numerology. So basically the, the, the whole idea around and about uh, a numerology is that everything carries with it this energetic matrix. And so it's, it's encoded in it. And so with uh, what we use in numerology in terms of um, getting down to business with our personal profile, right? How what we're, what we've, what our life's purpose is, all these cycles of time, that sort of thing can be defined by certain calculations in numerology. We need your name and your date of birth. So like in astrology, you're going to need where you were born, the time of birth, and and your date. And we need the name and the date. So it's a really interesting collision, you know, with all of those. When you put it all together, it's a very comprehensive package, right? And yet for uh, numerology, it's really amazing what we can derive from from all of this information about why you're here, how you're going to go about it, what your stumbling blocks are, what you're learning during periods of time that sort of thing in, in terms of your personality. And then numbers carry with them also uh, meaning in your daily life, your your address, when you see repeating numbers, right? A lot of people see 1111 on the clock, that sort of thing. Or I've got so many people are like, the number 33 has followed me around forever. Or I wake up every morning, you know, every night at, at 123. What does that mean? So it actually mm. is a, a process when you resonate with it, it, it is giving you messages. It's uh, giving you uh, information. And so that's basically what it is. Again, and then overall, Aaron, honest to goodness, I don't know how it works. Um, I just know that through practice, it is an art and science that works and is so accurate uh, every single time. So it's a, it's a bit of a mystery. And yet that is the basic concept around it. Wow. I mean, there's a lot to unpack with all that. And it definitely <laughs> is. <laughs> it's definitely a a huge topic, a massive subject that I didn't even really know too much about. Like I have a friend who's really, really into all of this and like astrology, she sees a psychic, she's into numerology. Yes. She's that, you know, that kind of a, of a woman. And I'm like the opposite in general. I love things that are logical, that are tangible, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm open. I'm really open. So, and I think a lot of people in our community share that sentiment, like, Hey, maybe this is my nature, but I'll listen. You know, what do you have to, yeah. What does this other side have to offer me that I tend to ignore? Mm-hmm. So I'm curious from your perspective, like how the heck did you even get into this? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's really funny you say that because um, I am I my 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 nickname or my name is the practical numerologist because I'm which exactly I love exactly like <laughs> you are. I'm like okay, this is all well and good. We can all go out and woo land, you know, as as much <laughs> as we want to. And yet for me, it's always like, well, first of all. I'm fairly skeptical and I, I like something that has, you know, in a, a science around the artistry of it. Um, and then also it's, it's for me, I want something that's going to help me live my daily life on planet earth in the best way possible. If it's all out in the ethers, really for me, who cares? Um, you know, if I, how do I, how do I make today better? How do I make my relationship with my, you know, with my parents better? Or, you know, how is this a tool that's going to help me? And so, you know, the interesting thing for me is that I was 
So much like so many people in my 20s and my early 30s, um, I remember some a friend of mine coming to me and she was really into the I Ching. I don't know if any of your followers are into that Chinese divination tool. I had no clue what it was. And uh, she's like, oh, you know, I, I, I want to read your, do your I Ching. And finally, I was like, all right. So we said, this, and I said, so what do I need to do? And she says, well, you, you need to ask a question. And I said, well, what do you mean? <laughs> like, what question? <laughs> and she says, a question, you know, a question about your life. And at that point, I literally and seriously had no question. I had not, mm. I mean, I just wasn't on that level of inquiry <laughs> at the moment. You know, I was yeah. living the living the day-to-day. And uh, then what happened with me was that uh, very, you know, very succinctly, um, my, my mother died. And uh, mm. when she was quite young. I, I consider 59 quite young. And oh, wow, she, yeah. yeah. And it, she had spiraled with addictions and with some other uh, issues, uh, alcohol and other things that really had estranged us toward the end of her life. And um, I, at that time I was married, I had two kids, I was getting a PhD and my, my whole world just turned into like the matrix. It was this very, pivotal moment. And if anyone's out there who's listening, who's had some kind of transitional experience like this, you know, the death of a parent, some shock, some trauma, something that happens. And those things happens in our lives, I think really to, you know, push us into our, you know, into some self actualization, right? When we're not there yet. And so that was my catalyst. And at that point, I just, uh, I started what I call a, a spiritual gauntlet. I started reading everything I could about intuition, about energy, about healing, about um, all, all of these elements of like, I was just searching for meaning. I was, I was searching for why, you know, and, and what is this thing? And so things really started deteriorating and then re-evolving re for me at that time. And I started doing an energy modality called pranic healing and, and uh, became certified in that. And I was going along. And yet there was something kind of just missing for me. Um, and at some point, I was at, uh, I was at a library, uh, not a library, excuse me, a bookstore. And I don't know if this has happened to you, Erin. <laughs> have you been, been walking in a bookstore and just kind of a book, almost like a really bad Stephen King novel, just flies out at you? You know, it just makes its way into your hands wow. somehow. And I, um, I don't think you, so. I don't think so. No, I don't mean literally. I'm, of you know, of course, but maybe you're drawn to something. <laughs> Yeah, I have been drawn to things. Yes, totally. Yeah, so you're walking along and that happens. And it, it wasn't a book on numerology because I would have never picked it up in a hundred million years because, again, I hate math and hate numbers. And, <laughs> uh, but it was a book that, that drew me and it did contain some information about numerology in it. And I started doing the light calculations and I was like, oh my gosh, it just clicked. I was like, this mm. is it. This is my tool. You know, because it was one of those things where it's an art and science. You can have it in a book. You can put it on your shelf. You can pull it out when you need it, reread it and go, oh, yeah, and put it back. You know, you don't have to ohm in a cave for, you know, 13 years before you, <laughs> before you have access to this information. And so um, I the, when I, I read that book and then I just started down the rabbit hole and uh, it became something that I can't not do. I just really love this tool and I love sharing it with, with other people as well. And that's amazing. And one of the things that came up a lot from our community was actually how is it different from things like palm reading or psychic readings or astrology mm -hmm. in terms of accuracy, in terms of how it sorts through our personality? Well, that's, it's a really interesting um, thing to it, attempt to explain because before I did it, I was like, well, so what, you know, numbers, what does that mean? And for me, <laughs> like, who cares? Um, and what's fascinating to me is I think of it like it is, it's, it's not numbers, actually, it's a language. 
I mean, anyone mm. who's a coder or anything on the back end oh, of yeah. stuff will tell you that numbers are a language, right? So this actually yeah. is a language. And so the, the fascinating thing is actually how incredibly, how much data, how much information that you can get out of this, because I can talk with you about your personal year cycle, kind of the theme to your year and tell you what the energy is supporting. You're you're feeling it already. For you, you're coming into, uh, you're in a three personal year this year and heading into a four. You're the three, basically, to give you an idea of that for you um, personally through numerology would be that this has been a year of self-improvement. Hopefully it's been kind of fun, a little bit lighter social. It's been a time where um, you can, you're improving your communication skills. You're acting upon your creative pursuits in a different way. Is that fitting for you at all for this year? It actually is very much so. Yeah. Isn't it a little weird? Sometimes it's, it is. Sometimes <laughs> it's kind of creepy. <laughs> it's like, how'd you know that? Um, right. And then, yeah. And then, and you're really working into this upcoming year and I bet you're feeling it already because it's changing the nature of the energy is now becoming more about, you're going to take the creative projects that you've been working with this year and put them into practical reality. So this, this upcoming year is more of a, a, a hardworking, long-term goal setting, getting things in place, systematizing things that are going to be making your life and your pursuits better and more uh, operational for the next five years and beyond. So those are some of the, some of the things. And, but it can tell you an amazing amount of information uh, about just that cycle. Then you have another cycle on top of that. Then we could talk about your personality profile and your life path number tells you what your, what your life's purpose is. Your expression tells you how you're going to go about doing that. You've got the soul urge. Told, it tells you what you're really... Uh, uh, what would make you happiest deep down, like what that speaks to your heart. Your birthday number has another component. So it's this wonderful sort of Rubik's Cube um, uh, of putting this spectrum of who you are together. And often with people, it's so validating to go, oh my gosh, you know, I struggle with that so much. And so you can really put words around it. You can start to reconceptualize how to work with it and how to understand that this is, it's not something to be avoided or to be ignored. It's like, this is the point right? Mm -hmm. You know, when we can understand that through looking at what our purpose is and how they, how we're, you know, how we have some innate gifts and talents in that arena. And then we can look at the the, those big obstacles that we have. And it's a very empowering tool for allowing, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of turbo therapy, you know, on steroids. It's, it's one of those, you know, kind of strengths finders for the soul, because basically you don't have to answer any questions. This is, um, if you, if it resonates with you, it hits people very, very deeply because it's, it's like your soul speaking to you, not to be too corny. And yet yeah. it really does speak to people on a very deep level. Um, and it can offer you a lot of information uh, up front, you know, and then you get to process it and then you get to work with it and you get to pick out how you're aligning with that right now and maybe how you're straying or how you used to do something and now you don't. And it's a very great reflective tool and a great way of deriving meaning, you know, out of some of the crap that may have happened in the past, right? That you can't let go of. And then you look at it, you, you pivot and change your perspective on it. Um, so it really is a powerful, powerful tool that can offer uh, a, a really incredible amount of information. I think it's really surprising when people get a reading from me or something and they're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea how comprehensive this was. And I think too, that it's important for people to know who are listening, who might be like, I don't know whether you're really skeptical or you're just like, nah, I just don't believe in this. I think it's important to remember that there are certain tools available to us as humans on earth that some might resonate, some might not. And it's entirely up to you to decide which tools to use. This is just another option. Exactly. So, you know, if it resonates, like you said, like this might be really useful for you if it resonates. And if it doesn't, 
I mean, there are plenty of other things that might. So Perfect. I think that's worth mentioning too. Yeah. Oh, I think so. I mean, it's one of those things, Aaron, where people will be out and, you know, at a social situation. They're like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> you're like, well, uh, I'm a numerologist. And I know immediately if someone's, you know, oh, well, how about that? How's the weather? You know, they'll yeah. you know, digress. Or someone's like, well, what is that? You know, I am not a recruiter. Right. Oh yeah. I, right. Uh, it's exactly what you're saying. And I, again, um, there are so many avenues, and that's what's so beautiful about any of these tools that we have available. It's it's just like um, like say an exercise teacher, right? How many personal coaches are there out there? Like millions, mm-hmm. and yet you're going to choose the one who fits you, you know who yep. works with you the best. And it's the same with, with all of these modalities. It's what resonates and speaks to you and your personality and what you need um, and how you relate to it um, that's going to call you. I thought this would be a great time to interrupt and introduce you to this week's sponsor, Living Proof. They make amazing hair care products, but what I'm most excited about is that it's finally a company that makes good quality hair care products that are also cruelty-free, silicone-free, paraben-free, and safe for color. I don't know if it's the same for you, but I always try to go with the most eco-friendly products, but then so many times they just don't work as well. And I know I can't be the only yogi with this problem. So I was excited when we were able to work with Living Proof because I felt like not only was this a company with morals I could get behind, but also a company that doesn't just rest on its morals. They use science to formulate natural products that actually work. And Living Proof has a full line of hair products for everything from frizz to damage to getting that extra fullness you want. Yes, please. (laughs) So if you're interested in checking them out, head over to livingproof.com slash yogi and use the promo code yogi to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo with your purchase. That's livingproof.com slash yogi, promo code yogi for a free sample of dry shampoo with your purchase. And now back to our chat. Now, a few, a couple minutes ago, you mentioned, I want to go back to what you were talking about a couple minutes ago, which was like, there are life path numbers and there's expression numbers and there's mm-hmm. all these different things. So, all right, let's like break that up a little bit. What mm-hmm. are they and how do people find them? Okay. So (laughs) yes, well, we'll, I think for our purposes, we will go over a basic calculation for the life path number, um, which is, is very easy to do. And, uh, and we can do that here and give you an idea. The issue is of course, uh, like any other full chart, there are all kinds of, you know, calculations that go into it. And again, when we're using your name, which we are not in the life path number, it's, it's derived from your birthday, but other numbers in numerology are, uh, taken from your name. So, um, that's a little more, you know, complex in terms of just doing the math on air (laughs) with, you know, with people. Um, and so, so you can get just like you can go online and get uh, and get a software generated um, astrology chart. You can do the same thing with a numerology chart. It can give you all of your you know all of your numbers and give you an idea of where you are uh, in that realm and give you an idea of what each number represents, right? And and all of that. So um, and yet for our purposes, I think it's a, a great thing to just do the life path number. Would you mind using your birthday? or would you like to just use another one as an example? No problem. Let's use mine. Okay. So um, how you, this is for the life path number in numerology. And basically the life path number, in my opinion, indicates what you checked in for. It's what you checked in to do. So it's your mission statement, right? <laughs> it's for mm, it's your job description for, the, yeah. for your life. And uh, it's your life's purpose. So because of that, right, you're going to have these innate gifts and skills and tendencies in this arena, in this thematic. And you're also going to have some more intense challenges in this theme as well. So, um, the, you know, the bottom line is this is not a weekend workshop that we signed up for <laughs> in our life path. And so it's constantly, you're, you're, uh, always a learning, 
evolving into it, aspiring toward it, you know? So there are going to be different levels of, of mastery as you go through this and, uh, and make this your life's work, right? And so mm. this is the, it's, it's, um, it's rather like your sun sign in astrology is what your life path is. It's kind of the equivalent to knowing that you are an Aries or a Sagittarius or whatever. So it gives you okay. that brush stroke. Does that make sense? Um, Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So yeah. with that said, we take the full date of, of birth. And so for you, that's January 27th, 1988. Now there are always going to be different schools of thought about how to calculate things. And I'm going to share the one that I feel is the most proper. Um, there's a numerologist, a master numerologist named Hans Dikos, who uh, very much believes this is the proper way. And I follow that train of thought. There are other ways of doing it as well, just as a heads up for people. Because if you go online and look and you're like, well, this part, you know, this was calculated this way and this was calculated mm -hmm. this way. Often you're getting the same, you, you are getting the same result. <laughs> it's just uh, if you start splitting hairs and getting deeper, the numbers before it are going to have an influence as well. So with, I see. Okay. So, you know, with that said, we're at, we're on one, we're at 101, we're in class 101, right? So we're at the, at the beginning level class here. So January is one. So we're going to do three categories here. So it's the, the, um, the month is number one. The day is 27. Now, no, to understand in numerology, we're always um, digiting down or reducing to a one-digit number. So when you see the, a 27, what you need to do is, to, is take the 2 and the 7 separately and then add them together. So you take 2 plus 7 equals 9. So 9 is a one-digit number, so we're done there. So January is a 1. The 27th is 2 plus 7, and that's 9. So now we go to uh, 1988 and do the same thing. 1 and plus 9 to, plus just 8 to clarify, plus Yes, please. Just to clarify, so if somebody, if their day ended up as a two-digit number, they would further reduce that to 1, correct? Cor correct. Okay, correct. okay. Just yes. wanted to make sure. Always, yes, always reducing down to a one-digit number, okay? Got it. Yeah, mm -hmm. so if we look at 1988, we take 1 plus 9 equals 10. 10 plus 8 equals 18. 18 plus 8, so that's 18. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. Is that correct? Were you mm -hmm. doing it at yeah. the same time? Okay. That's what I got. I'm like, I'm like do the math tw twice or three <laughs> times beforehand. <laughs> So, because uh, if you're one number off, you're off, you know, in numerology. Yes. So yes. six plus two is eight. So that is your reduced number eight for 1988 equals eight. So now you're going to take these three one digit numbers and add them together. So you go one plus nine equals 10, 10 plus eight equals 18. Now we still have a two-digit number. We're going to keep reducing. So we take one plus eight equals nine. Now we're at a one-digit number. In numerology, we're always working with the numbers one through nine. There are exceptions when we have uh, double-digit numbers. Those are called master numbers, the, the 11, 22, 33. And yet right now that's not of significance of what we're talking about. So in this case, uh, you are a nine life path or have a nine life path, depending on how you look at it. Okay. And so um, for those of you out there, again, get, getting your number uh, all, all calculated there. And yet um, the nine life path, I would say simply as a very brief description, you are who I call uh, the humanitarian. You're all about uh, learning. You're learning about integrity across the board and also developing wisdom. You are an old soul. You've been around the block several, <laughs> several times. <laughs> and uh, it's kind of like you're here uh, on your, you know, final school project, you know, taking things 
uh, to getting things together and, and, and serving this higher function. And it's very interesting because the nine is, uh, you know, the final number in numerology. In Chaldean numerology, it's considered sacred and they don't even use it in some calculations. And yet, um, again, the nine, the, the more nines I work with uh, in my practice, the more I conceptualize the nine this way. And it's that the nine more than any of the numbers, I've, I, I visualize, I'm a very visual person. So it's like you are a blank canvas. And that canvas, you can stretch over any frame that you want, any size, any dimension. And yet that canvas is made out of absolute, sheer, unadulterated, effervescent, unconditional love. So whatever you are painting on that is infused with that in your life. So the, the nine is hugely charismatic. You're a fake it till you make it person. <laughs> you are learning, seriously. People think you're in charge even when you aren't, right? Okay, you're laughing and that's because that's right. I can tell that you yeah. are. My husband, for sure. So this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. very, again, often very artistically care, uh, uh, gifted in, in many ways, like Adele is a nine life path, other people mm -hmm. who are. And yet, um, at the end of the day, a nine can do anything that you set your sights on. And that's why I look at your other numbers to give you more of a, an angle into what you would be really good at with that. And yet, at the end of the day, you must do something that is uh, that's altruistic and is selfless service that is serving a higher the higher good of a, a larger group of people no matter how you personally define that because the nine is the number of completions it's the number mm -hmm. of letting go and it's the number of um, what they would call what people would call in numerology of limited rewards and what that means is you do things because you can't not do them. Mm. It's not because you want remuneration or, or, or accolades or anything. It often follows so many nines. I mean, you know, money, fame, other things follow them, you know, but it's not their purpose. It's not their, it's not their reason for doing that. Um, so it's a very interesting engagement. You have a one expression, the way you're going to express that. And those are bookends. The nine is all about completions and the one is all about beginnings. So you have this very initiating energy. You're the leader as well. Very creative and, and, uh, and innovative. It's all about all the I words, you know, independence, individuality, all those things that go into that. But it's a very entrepreneurial, very pioneering, very forward leaning uh, energy that you have there. Your soul urge is a three, and that is the communicator that you're uh, hosting a podcast is right up your alley because <laughs> it's all about the written words, uh, the verbal word, impeccable communication. And it's the number of joy. It's all about um, creative self-expression and emotional sensitivity. So, um, and again, this is such a brushstroke because we can, we start pulling it all in together and seeing how, um, you know, how it reverberates for you and how you can align more with that. Because when we're aligned with these things and know when we're off, you know, uh, mm -hmm. we, we feel it. And so it's really a, powerful tool for again going, oh, self-doubt is a big issue for me. So whenever I'm feeling that, I need to do this because that's just part of my life lesson, you know, in this arena. So it's a very, um, again, it's a very practical tool to use uh, as we go through life, you know, and, uh, and your birthday is a nine. So you've got these, you've got the very uh, highly creative chart. I mean, if you're not being creative, you're going to be depressed or you're going to be, you're going to be, you know, home drinking in a corner somewhere. <laughs> we'll try to avoid that. We'll try to avoid that. Um, you, but you know what I mean? It's like uh, yeah, people yeah. who don't, who aren't acting on that um, are depressing that energy um, and they aren't allowing it to, to flow and to grow. Um, and, and so, and again, then we can talk about energies that repeat. We can talk about some karmic things or lessons in there. We can talk about challenges and other cycles of time and your maturity number, where you're headed. So that's just a very, you know, little stamp of an idea of how you can start looking at the numbers and mm -hmm. how they and show I, up. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I resonate with a lot of what you said. I was actually typing it out because uh, it's just interesting. Um, But I wonder too, if certain things don't resonate, like I wonder, could that be maybe pointing to the fact that that's something that is inside of you that you need to maybe develop? Absolutely. And so what happens is how to think about this also is that um, we're talking about the optimal qualities right now that Mm. are, you know, that are defined and supported. We're always going to have an oppositional pull. So let's say Mm. you are the humanitarian. You could be very myopic and self-centered because you're learning how to care for other people, how to listen to other people how to engage with other people. So you struggle with that. And sometimes you have some more insurmountable, you know, lessons with that. And I, I think about a a very quick example would be, I saw a a kid one time on one of those audition shows, you know, America's Got Talent or something. And he was a comedian. He was a young kid and he stuttered, I mean, very severely. Mm -hmm. And uh, he did very well. They asked him about, you know, how he got into this. And he said he he was a very privileged white young man (laughs) and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and was at a good school and was an athlete and was popular and all those things. And he was a baseball player, got hit in the throat with a baseball and it just shattered his larynx and it couldn't be repaired. And he will study, he will study, he will, he will study as well, but he will stutter um, for the rest of his life. And he, he just teared up and he said, and you know, he said, the fascinating thing is that I would have made fun of and belittled anyone in my, in my class or anyone in my school who was like me. Mm. Mm. And sometimes we have to, and then you look at your numerology and if he were a nine, that would have been his turning point, his lesson, his pivot, his very, uh, very um, galvanizing moment where he was so self-absorbed that the universe or himself or however you want to conceptualize that, right? This is, this is your turning point. This is your learn, you know, this is, this is where you're going to learn how to see others in a different light because you are going to have to walk the walk and talk the talk, you know? Yeah. And so we start, it starts galvanizing these. So one of the things like you have this three soul urge, well, threes are supposed to be in the spotlight, communicating, very emotionally expressive. I will tell you most threes I know would rather slit their wrists than get out and, (laughs) and, and talk in front of someone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And yet I will guarantee you those same people keep getting people asking them to do it. Yes. They keep getting those opportunities. Oh, we're at Rotary. We need somebody. And you've started this new business. Why don't you come to our group and talk about it? And you know, these, <laughs> or you, I mean, seriously, they can't escape it. So it's a really, again, a super fun tool to go, oh, that, oh, maybe because I'm so afraid of it. That's what I need to step into. You know, I think what is it? Joseph Campbell says that the cave you fear to enter is the, where you need to go. You know? uh, yeah. Well, it's funny because I have always been painfully, painfully shy and introverted. But when I was in high school and I was doing yoga, the teacher said that I should take over the class. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. And something in, I don't, I still don't really know like why I eventually said yes to this, but yeah. that was definitely a turning point in my life that set me on, the, I mean, the the business and the career that I have now, yes. which is speaking to people, teaching and video, which my God, that's, that was my nightmare, you know? And yes, <laughs> so it is funny. It is a little funny, I will say. Yeah. And so that's the, that's the fun of it as well is to look and see what those roadblocks are because for the three, the biggest one is paralytic self-doubt. The three can analysis paralysis themselves all day long. And um, then emotional highs and lows because the three is learning how to experience emotions and process them. At the end of the day, the three is here to inspire and uplift. So it's that processing of your experience and your stories and particularly the harder ones and bringing them up and presenting them to other people as instructional, inspirational tools, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very, um, again, we, we, we are always going to work with the opposition of the energy that and the, you know, the mandate <laughs> that, this, <laughs> that this is giving us. And so it's good to know what that is.
and how that shows up. Absolutely. It's really, really fascinating to me. And is there, you also mentioned this earlier, but I got that question a few times. Is there, so there is significance behind seeing certain numbers follow you around, as you say, like if you see 1111, I mean, what, what is the deal with that? Well, it's really interesting. And this is, uh, people love this because so many, I have to tell you, I get people who will email me and feel like they're being stalked by, you know, that they're afraid of it. (laughs) I'm like, like, oh, come on, you know, and yet um, people do get freaked out by it. Like, what is this? And basically, numerologically speaking, this is, and again, if you're in yoga and everything, I don't know, a lot of people potentially feel like we're not alone here. You know, we maybe have mm-hmm. some, I call it our cosmic support team on whatever, <laughs> le- on whatever, whatever level you've got. And so when we see repeating numbers, it's a message. It's a code. It's a, it's a communication, right? And so let's say you're seeing, and a lot of 1111s going on now, uh, we're in an 11 universal year, which, you know, we could talk forever about everything, but the, mm-hmm. the 1111 is actually an energetic, it's this engagement between kind of between heaven and earth in some ways. If you even look at it uh, visually, the 1111 looks like two doorways, right? Yeah. So basically the idea behind it is when this appears together, it is an energetic presence, right? Mm. And so it is called, uh, it can be called the 1111 phenomenon. Basically it's when you see it, you're getting a message to set an intention because it will go through and it will expand exponentially. It's like the law of attraction, um, you know, double or triple when you launch it at that point. I also ask people, what were you thinking at exactly the time where you saw that on the clock? Because often that's the thought that is being expanded upon. And so the, it's, it's just your cosmic support team giving you some rah-rahs and the fact that you're noticing it, because isn't it fascinating how it probably shows up for so many people, but only one out of 10 will actually slow down enough to notice it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and it's the same with some other numbers. Like some people will say, you know, I had a friend who said, I, I, I've been waking up at one twenty three every day, you know, every morning and it's driving me insane. And I said, well, <laughs> you want to know what it's telling you, you know? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I said, basically what it's telling you is that whatever it is you're grinding about, it's as easy as one, two, three and you are making it too hard. Hmm. Step back and lighten up. And she just started to laugh. And she, she was getting, she was engaged to be married, her husband to be had two kids. She was trying to integrate this blended family thing and trying to be superwoman and do all this stuff and, for, you know, make sure she was super, you know, stepmommy and all that. And it, it was just wearing her to a frazzle. And she said, oh, that's my message. I've got to step back. I mean, it sounds a little like, well, okay, you know, you could interpret anything anyway. Sure, you can, but why not notice? And yeah. I love it because I look at things and I'll just, I'll be having a crappy day and you know, I'll mm-hmm. look at something and just, it just makes me happy. It just gives me a moment of, oh, all right. Yeah. I know I need to. Okay. And to know that you're, that we are, that we are on some trajectory, even though it doesn't feel like it most of the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, There's kind of method to some madness somewhere, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. And is, are these the same as angel numbers or is that something different? Yes. Okay. The same idea. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and there are many books out there that can give you an idea of, of what the code is. I mean, it, it very much reminds me of Morse code, right? You walk into a room and you hear these dots and dashes and it's just dots, it's just static, but you walk into a room and you know, Morse code, you know, what the, what the message is. Um, one of the things that came up a few times, <laughs> which was sort of one of the more negative aspects was people who were very, I'll say offended that I might talk about this at all because it conflicts, they believe conflicts with any kind of religious belief. Mm. Um, I don't believe that, but Mm. maybe you can shed some light on that opinion. Does it or doesn't it? My belief system is that uh, it is, it it is a, um, 
wonderful component that if you believe in God, uh, that God al allowed, <laughs> we always, you know, in the Bible and everything, there's always about messages and about all of that. Well, this is one of them. Just mm -hmm. like astrology, it is, it, it's like, it's, it, it, it is a tool that I believe is a spiritually based tool. Of course, what people are, are going to say is it's an occult thing, it's the devil, it's whatever that might be. Um, I, I am not a Bible expert because I'm not religious in that, in that um, capacity. Um, and yet I do know that there are many, many numerological references in the Bible. So there are some scholars who, who do uh, do that research, and I'm sure that it would be available online. Um, so, and yet, again, it depends on, on your belief system. And if, if you don't, you know, if you feel like it's against your belief system, is that a feeling you have out of ignorance because you don't even know what it is? You just think it's wrong? Or have you explored it and then you make that determination? That, that's the only thing that I think is important is that we, we actually come in and have, uh, have some information. And otherwise, just don't talk about it. <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, you can, you can have your personal opinion, but to, to go out, um, you know, what I find is I have a YouTube channel and I find it hilarious and sad in some ways that three in the morning people are out there saying, this is the devil's work and this is horrible and this is awful. And you're like, well, what are you doing on a numerology video on YouTube at three in the morning. I mean, if you don't want, if you don't believe in this, don't, you know, don't visit it. Don't deal with it. You know, um, yeah. it's so, so it's, that's my opinion on it. I don't, I, I, no numerologist or astrologer or anyone who I've ever met. I mean, people have personalities and all of that, but it's never been used for ill, you know, never been yeah. used for bad. It's always uh, been used um, for validation and for inspiration and for making life better and more spiritually oriented. For people who feel like they're, I think I sort of touched on this, but for people who feel like, oh, my life path number just sounds nothing like me. I just feel like uh, I don't relate to any of it. Is it, I mean, you can't change that. So does it just come back <laughs> to that same thing that like, hey, maybe these are the things that you have in you or how would you speak to those people like, oh, I don't relate to any of that. It doesn't sound like me at all. Well, I, uh, I'll use one s simple brief example, and I don't mean to keep picking on the three, but I had a, a workshop one time where a woman was sitting there and she was just, you could tell, body language. She was just, yeah. her arms were crossed, her face was, you know, and she's like, and she's a three. And um, she, she, you know, right before the break, she said, well, this just doesn't sound anything like me. I was, like, I was like, well, okay, well, you know, okay. definitely be angry that's, about it. That's, that's good. And, and, and first of all, what I want to stop and earmark that for a second, oftentimes, uh, like, let's say you're a nine life path like you are, but then all your other numbers are eights. Probably you're going to feel more eight. And so that's mm -hmm. going to be, you know, something that is worth looking at, right? And so sometimes that's what happens with a life path number. And yet mm -hmm. let's just go for, let's just go for the, the first example. And so we took a break and came back and this woman sat there and we were all talking about certain things and she raised her hand and she's just started to cry. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, I have just been hiding out. And so sometimes what happens is we are so in the oppositional pull. We're so in the challenging or the destructive elements of our life path that we don't identify with it. And what I mean by that, because again, like I, like a, the two life path is the mediator, peacemaker, um, you know, lover, not the fighter and very relationship oriented. Some twos are so caustic, so confrontational, so agitated. Mm -hmm. So if you re read or hear about, you're supposed to, you know, you're the loving and this and that, well, they have gone the opposite direction. And there are reasons for that. And the really beautiful tool that this offers is that you can you can look at that and obviously you're not happy. You know, obviously you yeah. don't feel good about your life. So now how can you reestablish your connection with the most positive elements? And it's a tool in which you can identify those points of departure and then do something about it. Right? Right. 
So that's what I would say, and, and very briefly, if it really yeah. doesn't uh, doesn't resonate with you, it's really time to sit down and go over exactly how that does and doesn't work with you, and to be able to uh, gain different perspective around it. So let's say people out there now they're like, hmm. Numerology. I am curious. Where should they start? Well, um, gosh, I mean, I started just by uh, going to the foundational books um, that that are out there with numerology. You can search on Amazon or wherever, uh, anywhere else. Um, I have a very comprehensive website. I um, at FeliciaBender.com. I offer, you know, videos and all kinds of content. I do a monthly forecast that's like a, it's like an astrology forecast, only it's kind of a, a numerology forecast, a number, mm -hmm. a number scope. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and so those are great places to start and then see where it takes you. Because again, just like we talked about before, Aaron, different different ways of expressing and different teachers and different ways of writing about it uh, connect with us differently. That is amazing. Thank you so much for shedding light on this. I think this is going to be really helpful, just completely fascinating. And I definitely know people are going to be like clamoring to go to your website and figure out more about their numbers because this is really look. great. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it really is a great tool. I obviously love it. And uh, again, it's just something that you can reference when you need it. So how great is that? <laughs> That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Felicia. This has been really, really fun. Thank you. What a pleasure. So there you have it. I hope you found that interesting. As for me, I pretty much see numerology the same as I did before, but with a little bit more knowledge behind my opinion. So like I said, I mean, at the beginning of this episode, I think this is completely fascinating and I do think it can be helpful in getting to know yourself better. Plus, like I said, I thought Felicia was perfect to talk with about this because she's really normal, you know? So anyway, I would really love to hear what you thought about numerology, this chat, and whether you think it's useful at all for your own life. If you want more from Felicia, head to FeliciaBender.com to check out her monthly forecast that she mentioned, as well as find out where you can get her books. You can also follow her on Instagram at FeliciaBender. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode or any others that I've done, please subscribe and don't forget to rate us in iTunes. It really, it goes such a long way and I would really, really appreciate it. So that's all from us today. Thank you so much again for tuning in and I'll see you right back here next time.